Ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? It's showtime, folks! Do I have everybody's attention now? We are the nation! Give me a hell yeah! Yes! What? Yes! What? Power in the inmate! Embrace the vision. We want the smoke! Everybody's got a price! For the benefit of those with flash photography. With a tear in my eye! The cream of the crop! Hey, yo! You just made the list! I am the man! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wrestle Nation, pro wrestling talk for people who talk pro wrestling. This is the official podcast of NEW, talking about all the happenings in the newest pro wrestling organization in the Pacific Northwest, as well as breaking down the world of WWE, NXT, AEW, and more. My name is Jordan Bowman, and I'm joined, as always, by Mr. As Always, the Gotcha King, the Segway Sensei, uh, go to sleep on tickets. Uh, you know, Paris, the man of a thousand nicknames, Mike Paris. How you doing, sir? I am amazing. Wow. This is, this is an exciting week to be an NEW fan. This is an exciting week to be a wrestling fan. So, uh, we've got a lot to break down. Uh, I, for the record, I am still presently sleeping on Commodore tickets, sir. Stop sleeping on these tickets. What's the matter with you? (laughs) I'm sorry. You folks kind of my thing now. If you're listening, much like we've laid out for you before, you want to be like Mike Paris in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. He's a good dad. He's a good friend. Uh, he's a hell of a dance. He's a song and dance man. You want to emulate Mike Paris in a lot of ways, but not when it comes to sleeping on tickets for local independent wrestling. <sighs> this guy thinks he can just stroll up day of and go, oh, you got yep. your tickets for the show tonight? Like, no, it's the Commodore. It's September 16th. It's the one year anniversary show. Paris, stop sleeping oh, on tickets. Buddy. Get in there. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Maybe now we've got big news this week. Mm. And I'm people might think I'm not excited about what we're what we're about to reveal here, but I I am, and I know I know people might think otherwise, but I, trust me, I'm genuinely excited because we've got a a return. That's right. We've got we've got big happenings coming back to the show. That's right. If you've been listening to Wrestle Nation for a while, you know that you know sometimes it's not just Paris and I. Sometimes there's a third person on the show. Uh, we're very excited. That uh, someone who's been on the show previously uh, is making a big return uh, tonight. He is, I think you can go ahead and classify this person as award winning. Would yeah, you agree, absolutely. Paris? Yeah, yeah, I think he's, he's award winning. I think he question. won an award recently. Yeah, I think he did as well. So, uh, yeah. everybody, welcome back. Put your hands together. Uh, not why it aren't. No. Who? New NEW champion. Evan Rivers, the Northern Star, Mr. Rivers, welcome back. It's a championship celebration, bitches. 
Thank you for having me, guys. Welcome back. It is a pleasure to see you, and congratulations on your big win last week at Nat Bailey Stadium. The champ is here. Thank you so much. I think I'm a much better guest than you were expecting for Wyatt to show up. I mean, Wyatt would have been a hell of a surprise. He's great and all. He's won all those awards, but that's old news, man. It's time for time for some fresh voices, some fresh ideas in the booth, you know? Absolutely. Unlike Wyatt, I've I've seen I've seen Evan holding his his award. It's real. I've it's seen real. it. Too. There's photographic proof of it. it's tangible. It's right there, and a lot of people saw him win it. That's it's right. heavy. It's heavy. People saw me win it. Wyatt saw me win it. I held it right in Wyatt's stupid face as soon as I got off the field. We had to do post match interviews. Oh, I, I I relish that moment, my friends. It was great. It was it was so great, and also. Uh, we spent a long time trying to get the NEW champion on the show and we kept getting big time by that punk ass Travis Williams. So it's very exciting for us to finally have the champ on the show. Couldn't be happier. There's many reasons I was thrilled that you won uh, the title last week, but uh, that had to be one of them because I know that rivers has been on wrestle nation before and he's not going to big time us, right? He's not that kind of person. He's hey, man. He's down with us. Trav's an interesting personality. We all know that Travis is the golden boy. He'll always be the golden boy, but you know, champ's got to do champ shit and champ show up to amazing podcasts like this and put everybody over. Right. We all have a good party together and send every, all the listeners home happy. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us now, that voice you just heard is the voice of the fucking best. Evan Rivers, the champion (laughs) of NEW, is on Wrestle Nation. Uh, Let's talk about uh, last week. Let's talk about the show at Nat Bailey Stadium. Uh, Unconventional title match. I haven't seen something like that in a long time. It was an eight-man elimination tag um, for the NEW championship. Uh, You, Coco Flash, Elliot Tyler, and Judas Icarus against the Wise Men in their matching baseball jerseys as much as I dislike those gentlemen that's a pretty good look I gotta say in the baseball stadium but you outlasted everybody you were the last man standing beating Travis one-on-one when it came right down to the end of it uh what was that match like for you how was it to work in the Nat? uh I think working in the legendary Nat Bailey stadium was hopefully not the first and last time I would like to hope that uh NEW brought such a show that will be welcomed back in the future but Man, to get to work in such a historic venue in Vancouver sports and so many people had created dreams and moments in that stadium for years and years and years before we ever got there. So to step foot out on that diamond and give that diamond, I think, a show that had never seen before, it was uh, it was something special. And and I, I, de- I well, first off, I wasn't at the show. I was on vacation, unfortunately. But you, you slept on tickets. <laughs> I slept That's on what tickets. Uh, I, yeah, I was here listening. You sleeping on Commodore tickets too, man? Paris, yeah. come on. We we gotta stop this. We gotta yeah, stop. It's this. a it's a bad it's a bad bad habit. That's anyway, his, but that's his finishing move: the go to sleep on tickets. <laughs> that's what he does. <laughs> so so Bowman texted me that you won. Uh, I believe in the moment that you won, and I was gobsmacked. I I I popped hard. While I was on vacation, because everyone knows, any listener of the show knows that we, specifically Bowman and I, of course, uh, uh, former co-host excluded, big Evan Rivers guys, 
we we have watched you hustle and work so hard uh you know leading up to this this uh this moment for you and and it felt like a moment from the pictures you know i dm'd you afterwards being like we're genuinely happy for you we can tell you've put the work in and you you deserve it but tell us about that that elation that you must have felt once that that belt was given to you the the whole match was a was an uphill climb from the get-go um footage will be dropping of that soon and everyone will get to see what i'm talking about if you didn't get to see it live but man to put in all that hard work over the last few years and overcome so much not just in my wrestling career but personally and all these other things that go on in life you know life gets busy and chaos happens but to finally get to that point in my career where i can hold championship gold above my head man (laughs) uh jubilant and excited and just every synonym for happiness that I could think of was just rushing into my brain. And I just, I was overcome with emotion in the moments to sit there and enjoy something I worked so hard for finally come true, man. I couldn't give that up for the world. Yeah, it was awesome and super special. We had a lot of people at the show, uh, fans who have been to several NEW shows, who have seen you wrestle a lot of times, but also just with it being at Nat Bailey Stadium, there were a lot of like first time, you know, fans coming to see an NEW show there. Um, but yeah, us who have seen you before and have watched you over the course of this first year of NEW, uh, yeah, couldn't be happier. Really, really special moment for everybody who obviously knows how hard you work uh, and like how good you are continually getting. I think we've mentioned on the show before. I'm sure you know because you're an avid listener uh, that, you know, guys <laughs> like you, guys like Adam Ryder, like Icarus, like every time we see you guys, state of emergency, every time you see you guys wrestle, you're better than you were the month before consistently all the time which is just it's awesome to see you guys uh you guys grow so how has we're coming up on the first anniversary show uh you had referenced it in the past with uh yeah you were basically on new one uh the most gift moment uh as sebastian wolf squeegeed your face across the uh the outside window at the gaming stadium uh what's the first year been like you're going from that to now you have a title defense which we'll talk about in a second at the legendary commodore ballroom within the span of a year uh what's it been like for you this year uh, a lot of ups and downs, man. A lot of ups and downs. Like uh, NEW started so hot, and unfortunately didn't start start hot for me. And I was the butt end of the joke for months on end, thanks to that. But you know, um, being able to work with a company and so many professional beings in wrestling lately has just been extra motivating to me. Whether it be WrestleCore or NEW or some of the other promotions in the area, it's just getting to showcase the talent the level of athleticism and experience that the pnw has to offer has been something amazing and for me personally to grow from being on the undercard at new one maybe getting my moments and just trying to give everything i can for any minute that i got to getting to where i am now walking to the commodore as champion for my 40th match in man, I, I can't believe that now, you mentioned all the great talent that uh, the PNW has to offer. You beat Travis Williams, who I believe, you know, was PWI's top Canadian wrestler relatively recently. Um, so, you know, you're the king of the mountain right now, but that hasn't come without uh, trouble, as it appears you have four uh, wise men 
uh, at your tail, ready to cause war. And first in that line for you seems to be Fergie at the Commodore. Or sorry, Mr. Ferguson. My apologies. Genuine uh, disrespect. Eh. But uh, he, he seems to be next in line here, and they'll all be... They'll all be waiting for you uh, surrounding the ring, I'm sure, if they're allowed to be there. So how do you feel about this match going to the Commodore, not just showing down with one of the biggest, baddest guys that NEW has to offer, but also showing down with, with the rest of the Wisemen? Hey, man. Uh, the thing is about the Wisemen is uh, I'm pretty open about the Lionsgate Dojo and who trained me. Yep. Two of the four of the Wisemen were avid creators of Evan Rivers. They were the gateway to what the Northern Stars become. And hey, they taught me a lot that they knew, and I'm sure they didn't teach me everything. But man, I'm, I've been making those miles. I've been learning things that I don't think they might not know. And when it comes down to it, whether I sound cocky or not, uh, to get that title win, I did pin three of the four members to get that title. One of them being Mr. Ferguson. And I beat Mr. Ferguson in the first ever NEW show. I'm sorry, when he was Fergie and I kicked his brain so hard that he decided to switch it up a little bit. So as much as I have so much to thank the four of them, I think, especially Ferg, maybe I brought something a little bit more out of them. And if Travis Williams wants competition, if Swade and Baroni want competition, if Mr. Ferguson thinks he's going to drive me through the mat come Commodore, I'd love to see them try because, man, I'm coming in leveled up, and I can not wait to see what I have ready for them. The show is September 16th at the Commodore, NEW's one-year anniversary show. Uh, looking back on the year that was uh, Mr. Rivers, I'm showing respect, right? He's, he's a champ. Yeah. You got to say it. Uh, looking back on the year that was, obviously, that big title win at Nat Bailey Stadium, I would say probably the highlight of uh, of year one for you. Um, what match in the last year in NEW would you say is maybe one of your like personal favorites or something that maybe gets a little overlooked that you're really proud of? Man, there's... Uh, I don't know. I'm always a very stickler for my work. I'm very self-critical on my performances and my ability and what I do in that ring. And I'm really hard on myself, so it's hard to pick that one moment. But honestly, man, sometimes it's it's little moments like getting to lock up briefly with Artemis Spencer and have a strike exchange with him at NEW2. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the Crystal Skull match against probably one of the most popular wrestlers NEW has had and Eli Surge. Uh, it's getting to have that triple threat where against him and Ryder, it's man getting to go toe to toe with Nicole Matthews and he'll, her kick my chest through the back of my spine. It's as much as I love matches and I love that. It's the moments that I've gotten to partake, partake in these matches. And I look forward to it week in and week out and month after month. So I'm really looking forward to that special moment that I'm going to make the Commodore coming up. And I really think people are going to be blown off, blown off the edge of their seats. Yeah. One, so. yeah, you've contributed a lot of classic NEW memories in this first year. And I got to say at, uh, yeah, out in Poco, the, uh, the Crystal Skull match with uh, Eli Surge. Eli Surge, who also, from winning the Canadian Gauntlet uh, a couple months ago, has a guaranteed title shot at a time of his choosing. Uh, now your target's kind of on your, on, uh, you got a target on your back. You've got Fergie, sorry, Mr. Ferguson. Oh, man, we're going to get it from him. Uh, you've oh, got Mr. Boy. Ferguson Twitter, on the 16th. Twitter's going to be blowing up, man. Twitter's oh, yeah. going to be so mad. We're going to have <laughs> but, three or four notifications of him just screaming at us. 
Mr. Ferguson. All right, mighty, mighty boss man. Settle down, <laughs> ska fan. Um, but yeah, you've also got Eli Surge running around out there that could potentially, even after that match, if you are able to make it through Mr. Ferguson, you could have Eli Surge coming in challenging you for the title like right away. Do you have like backup plans, like strategies in case Surge decides to essentially cash in on you? I mean, that crystal skulls in a steel box in my gear bag, I think 24 seven. Now that seemed to be a good luck charm. Uh, I don't know if it has the same effects on other wrestlers, but we might have to find out. I mean, if I hit Ferg in the head with it hard enough, probably it'll help. So why not have it ready in near ringside, right? Man with a plan. Man with a plan. All right. Well, uh, Evan, I want to take up too much of your time. You're obviously running around doing champ shit. Tons of appearances on tons of podcasts, uh, I'm sure. Uh, so I just want to say thank you so much for uh, being on the show for our Evan Rivers championship celebration. We're all thrilled for you. Uh, I'm sure wherever he is, Wyatt is just stewing in it. Uh, which oh, again, I'm, I'm going to text him right now. I'm going to oh, send him pictures of the three of us. Oh, yeah. I've got... I've got interview spots lined up for him that we can do all these amazing talks about. I'm going to pay him to be there. Uh, it's going to be great. And Performance you, bonus, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Performance bonus for sure. And I know you've been great to watch in the ring and you've been great to talk to at the shows and stuff. I think maybe Mike Paris and I are most thankful for what you've done to Wyatt Arndt. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That, that's just been Genuine that's just joy. been such a joy for us to see uh, him have. I'm happy, I could give, I'm happy I could give so much to you, too. Thank you so much. The gift that keeps on giving the Northern star Evan Rivers, September 16th at the Commodore ballroom, NEW's one anniversary show title defense, his first one against Mr. Ferguson from the wise men. Evan, thank you so much. Have a good one, man. Don't sleep on those tickets. Don't sleep on those tickets. All right, great to have champion of NEW, Evan Rivers, joining us on the show. What a wonderful interview and what a wonderful man. Indeed, indeed. What a just genuinely deserving champion. It's finally nice to have one of those in NEW. And albeit, like, all the champions are deserving in their own dumb little ways, but, like, I love you, Nicole Matthews, but you're a bit of a jerk sometimes. I love you, SOE, but you're a bit of a jerk sometimes. sometimes. Uh, you know, I, I, I liked Travis Williams, but he's a total jerk most of the time. Evan Rivers, you had so much beef. <laughs> well, don't get me started on my beef with beef, but that's a whole other topic. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, I know you and Elliot Tyler are, you know, <laughs> mortal enemies. But anyway, Evan Rivers, genuine good guy champion. Couldn't be more excited for him. Yes, yeah, so you could check out uh, the NEW uh, 8 matches are all sprinkling out through YouTube from Nat Bailey Stadium. Uh, but Paris, there's a lot going on in the wide world of wrestling. So before we shut her down for the uh, for the day, I think we got to talk about it. Got to. All right, bit of a truncated episode for us here, but there's certain happenings in the world of wrestling that we just cannot wait to get into. Can't give it another week. Uh, should the streak continue? Paris. I mean, both companies hmm. are kind of bringing it here, it's, but there's been there's some... a lot to cover on both sides of the world. So 
you know what? I think they earned it. I think the streak goes to. I think we go another one and we kick it off with WWE. Oh, I thought you were gonna go to like NJPW or something. No, yeah, we're Just actually really, gonna. Really. Yeah, we're actually gonna cover Triple uh, uh, A. Uh, you know, <laughs> been watching a lot of Latin Lover matches recently and Cibernetico and Piroff. So they're just all from the 97 Rumble. Look, I was going to uh, say, look, those are some polls. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, no, I was talking with somebody today at, uh, at work, uh, and he's from Mexico. So me and another guy were talking about last night's AEW Dynamite show. And then yeah. he asked him, he's like, hey, do you ever go to, like, any shows in, in Mexico, like AAA? He's like, oh, yeah, when I was a kid, I went and I saw, like, Latin Lover, and then me, Rumble 97 fan, is like, oh, Latin Lover? What about like Cibernetico and Pierre Roth and Mil Mascaris? And just running through the, the folks that were in that 97 Rumble. Um, but uh, yeah, WWE, I sent a message to our wrestling group chat uh, as Raw was happening. There I am. I was watching something else, and then I thought, oh, let's just check in and see what's going on with Raw. It was on commercial, came back from commercial, static shot of the crowd. Nothing really going on. And all of a sudden, oh, yeah, there's fucking Johnny Gargano's music. And here comes yeah. Johnny Gargano walking out and returning in Toronto. And I had two emotions. One, I was like, fuck, yeah, Gargano's back. And two, I was like, Jesus, I got to watch Raw every week now because they're just <laughs> dropping like surprises. I was dropping thrilled. Things, the, yeah. the timing of it worked out perfectly where I was able to be genuinely surprised by a fun return in wrestling. That's and I awesome. usually get yeah, that from AEW. But yeah. Uh, I would have been choked if I just saw on Twitter uh, Johnny Gargano trending or, right, you know, right. I see it in the group chat or whatever. Like, I got to see that cool, unexpected moment happen, like, right there, live. Uh, and I now feel obligated to watch Raw and SmackDown just in case that kind of shit happens. Because I didn't see the Karrion Cross return. I think you messaged, you didn't say who it was, but yeah. you had messaged, like, in our group chat or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Karrion uh, Cross is back. Right on. But... I'm not complaining because it's great that both companies are putting out very highly watchable wrestling with surprising moments. But uh, yeah, man, Gargano back in uh, the house of Triple H. It is kind of the same thing as with uh, AEW, though, where it is like, cool, that guy's here. But now what? Right. Yeah. Like what what do they have for Johnny Gar Gargano right now? Like and I I'm a huge Johnny Gargano guy, so I'm glad he's there. Um, like the temptation must be thick to just put him back with Champa, but, and I'm not necessarily opposed to that, but I guess we'll see. Well, what I like is that you're already using your established continuity when you have first person out to confront him. Yeah. And not necessarily confront him in like an antagonistic way. It turned out that way, but yeah. uh, Austin Theory, who was his partner in yep. the way, which again, yep. NXT that constantly got rolled up by Dynamite on Wednesdays and had to move to Tuesdays and stuff. They're kind of going back to that well. But uh, kudos to them for using their own history and their own continuity. Totally. Because that's one thing that like drove me nuts in some of the latter Vince years. Uh, and it's great that we can refer to them past tense as the Vince years, and I hope that never stops, uh, was the fact that there is no continuity like month to month or anything. It's like, oh, yeah, cool, we're just changing this. So nothing you've seen historically matters but right. here's guys that have a pre-existing relationship you mentioned champa yeah I'm, they're not going to do that right away but they're going to circle back to champa and gargano at some point it's going to be excellent well like i i could see them also circling and they kind of have teased it last week but that was kind of special circumstances but i could see them circling back to kevin owens and Sami Zayn too so yep. like 
you know, are those maybe those two teams are feuding, or maybe there's some 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 drama there that that could work because these are much beloved historical rivals and tag teams. And like, come on, like the Champa Gargano matches like throughout the years, both as a tag team and as a rivalry, are some of the best WWE content in the last five years. So. If you want to dip into that well, I'm, I welcome it. But uh, yeah, like I said, it's just interesting. They keep kind of bringing these guys out from the dead, so to speak. And uh, but I, I sit and wonder, OK, now what? Like now, now what for for Champa, for Gargano, for Karrion Cross, or for whomever? You know, if, if Sasha and Naomi come back, you know, you've got what what now? And Bray, Bray I feel Wyatt. like they're trying to. Yeah, exactly. They're trying to do things with people who weren't getting the respect they maybe deserved as well, um, which also adds another layer of what now with these people. So, um, yeah, it, it could be it could be an interesting time in WWE as they kind of try to right their wrongs. Mm-hmm. But. We've seen it with AEW, right? We've seen them bring in all this talent and kind of hoard this talent, but not really have a destination for it. So I, I, I am uh, cautiously optimistic. Let's put it that way. Yeah, because when I think to myself, what now? It now so comes from a place of possibility. Like, right. yeah, like they can do this. They can do this now. Uh, these folks will actually get a fair shake as opposed to, yeah, you wear a gimp costume and uh, straps over your chest and now this is the carrying and you don't have your lady anymore and now you're this carrying cross. Oh, you're Bearcat Keith Lee now, so, uh, you know, go for it. Uh, again, the fact that they're using their own, like, Bearcat internal... Bearcat Keith Lee. <laughs> you forgot about Bearcat Keith How could you yeah. forget about Bearcat <laughs> Keith Lee? <sighs> There were certain moves though, like and and we've we talked about it last week in our in our infamous uh, time traveling Kevin Owens episode, um, but like you know there's been certain like gimmicks that have been slapped on people that have just like felt like a death now, like it's just uh, just ride out with this and if this doesn't work you're pretty much gone, and yeah. so that was the that was the instance with with Bearcat so that's probably why I don't remember about it or 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 Gimp carrying cross. Yeah, and y'all need to know that as soon as he comes out, uh, after Kevin Owens has powerbombed him on the ring apron, he gets repackaged and comes out, uh, I'm a big Jack guy. And I'm going to be yeah. so excited that they give this big athletic beast of a man an actual legitimate like shot at stuff. I would, I've been very vocal on the show about how much I enjoy Ricochet, and I think he is maybe the second or third best like high flyer in wrestling right now, and one of the best I've ever seen. Uh, you know, giving Ricochet stuff to do would be great. Um, and as far as like the historical element to all this and the continuity, you own all the footage. Throw together a little hype right. package and okay, if someone is just tuning in, they're not quite sure or they're like a front uh, they're like a main roster fan only and they don't know the history of Gargano and Champa. Throw a little video package together, yep. put it out there, yep. and boom, everyone's on board now. Like Dude, what they that... did with the Intercontinental and the U.S. title packages yes. to raise some credibility yes. of those belts, they did it in like two and a half minutes yeah. and undid a lot of damage that several years have done to those titles. The the um, Tommaso Ciampa like Harley Race promo that he did was like, it was awesome. And it, it yeah. totally made... The, the whole situation way more credible, including bringing Ciampa to, you know, adding credibility for people who maybe weren't familiar with him. So, yeah, anyway, it's 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 all good. Cautiously optimistic. 
let's let's move forward and hopefully hopefully we we have these people able to showcase their potential and and we can see some of those kind of things we may have missed out on otherwise and now it's going to come around to i mean uh we're recording this on thursday tomorrow's friday that usually what happens after thursday uh thanks rebecca black do i do i feel comfortable i've never heard that song actually i've avoided it the entire time i've never heard that song and i'm gonna try and keep that streak going uh i'm i'm i don't want to miss smackdown tomorrow what if something happens yeah someone comes back or there's a an intriguing development which seems to happen weekly now with them dude uh, and some real momentum i am bummed that toxic attraction got taken out of the same like i was (sighs) like you ladies deserve deserve this and uh it seemed like they were getting kind of the push there and getting the rub out of this tournament and but now they're out uh seemingly for actual injury reasons not for storyline injury reasons um so but i guess that that could add a wrench in the works but everyone was kind of waiting for the sasha naomi come back out of that but maybe they still have beef it's hard to say but yeah, yeah but like you say tune into smackdown and you kind of with, with these shows, you never know what, what you're going to get these days. That's right. Big shout out to uh, my broadcast partner, Justin Morissette, who uh, hit us up in our wrestling group chat with uh, the Dakota Kai tweet uh, where she refers to her own hair as Neapolitan. Yeah, she Ice must cream. be a listener. Hell yeah. So, Dakota, <laughs> uh, thank you and uh, best of luck in the tournament. <laughs> Welcome back. Happy to have you back. Um, yeah, Raw was in Toronto last Friday. SmackDown was in Montreal. Those Canadian crowds, man. Yeah. Passionate, Apparently, passionate folks. Uh, one of Raw's first legitimate sellouts in, yeah. in a very long time. Uh, at, uh, at, at Raw in Toronto. So, and apparently they've, Toronto crowd has also sold out AEW now. Um, so this is, yeah, there's some, some thirsty Canadians. I don't know why they don't run more shows uh, north of the border and stuff. I know with like COVID and stuff, it was like difficult, but people are rabid. And it's maybe because they don't get like enough shows. Like if, if we had Cheesecake Factory, I'm sure it wouldn't be such a nice novelty up here. Jack in the Box or whatever. It wouldn't be such a treat. We wouldn't go no, every time. We wouldn't go every time. So maybe it's a little Dude, bit I'm that. at Chili's for the fourth time this week. Well, didn't that like smack that, that Valentine's Day Smackdown sell out years ago? The, the one, one that just before the three COVID? of us went to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, worst, the worst Christmas present ever, according to Wyatt Arndt. I, <laughs> I don't know if it sold out, but it was it was, it was was busy. Pretty, yeah. Pretty fucking full. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, I think in September we've got, what, uh, Saturday night's main event or some such right. at the P&E. Uh, all right. But, you know, you put a Raw here, you put a SmackDown here, like, tickets will sell. But I just really enjoyed how active and engaged the crowd was. Uh, you know, they can be smarky at times, but also they appreciate hard work and stuff. And I've mentioned on the show, I know we've talked about it before, I would boo Kevin Owens if he's out there being a heel because I respect the work and he earns that boo. I don't want to be like cheering him because I'm a big fan. If he wants that reaction, he wants to be booed, give it to him. He earned it. <laughs> he got it. Yeah, and, that, and that's and, uh, what they used to call it. Like Vince used to call it, you know, the crazy Canadian crowds. Everything's everything's backwards bizarro in Canada. It's, yeah, it's, bizarro it's like the raw Canada, after yeah. mania, but all the time here in Canada. And it's like yeah. no, these were just people who who spoke their minds better than the average yeah. American fan. So yes. yeah, you're gonna get a good crowd in in Toronto, and they did. And and uh, that was a good pop for Johnny Gargano, for instance. So these these oh, yeah. fans know what they're talking about. And it's a special moment, too, that was given to the people of Toronto, which I enjoy. And you got Trish Stratus coming back. Good Lord. 
Yeah, she come back great. permanently. No, no, she's just, just back. She's in just Toronto around. and she's okay. milling about and stuff. I think it was SummerSlam 2019 where she had her last match against what was it Charlotte? Who'd she wrestle? I can't remember, but she did great. Uh, and then Edge in the main event against Damian Priest hitting Canadian destroyers. Yeah, who's this man? You got to. You're in Canada. That's right. It's just a destroyer. When, when here. in Canada, yeah, just, do as the Canadians do. I was very disappointed. I was like, oh yeah, here it's just called a destroyer. Right, so. right. Yeah. yeah, it's like an English muffin. Yeah, ah, there's just muffins here. Yeah, it's Canada <laughs> Canadian goose. bacon. Ah, just, yeah, that's just a goose. That's just bacon. All right, stop putting all that extra extra gloss on it. So uh, yeah, a really eventful Raw. Sami Zayn crazy over last Friday in Montreal. Obviously, um, yeah, WWE doing a great job. Enjoying watching the uh, product. I don't know how I feel about Clash at the Castle still, uh, but interesting to see where they go from this, like storyline-wise, pay-per-view to uh, to pay-per-view. Where do you land with the Dexter Loomis stuff? Well, I saw that Index is is back now yeah. too. <laughs> so I loved Index. Yeah, they're they're kind of they're kind of buttoning up some storylines there with him as well. So uh, Make it I don't matter. know. Like I love. It. I could I could like I could see him. Speaking of, you know, co- continuitous storylines, whatever you want to call it, um, I could see him maybe standing up, maybe being like a muscle guy for someone, maybe like for an Austin Theory or something, kind of being the kind of guy who lurks in the shadows and and is the silent and deadly assassin for maybe a smaller wrestler or a wrestler yeah. who's perceived as weaker. Um you know, something fun like that might be good. But uh, yeah, once again, another guy who I was excited to see back, but but wondering what they're going to do with. Yeah, well, whatever they're doing, it's working. Because when he took off his helmet uh, and abducted the Miz on Monday Night Raw, place went ballistic. Yeah. Place popped huge. So people super, super into that. Um, we got a little bit of time left here. I want to make sure we I want to make sure we fit in some AEW talk. Uh, snug it in there. Snuck it in there. Uh, very, very eventful dynamite recently. Last yep. night when we were recording. I'm not sure when this will air. But uh, the big match, the unification match, CM Punk, who hates his life and hates the company and hates everyone and everybody hates him right back, apparently. Uh, CM Punk uh, against interim champion John Moxley. Wasn't the main event. You found that out, I think, a quarter of the way through the show where they mentioned that Death Triangle versus uh, Aussie Open and uh, Osprey yeah. was going to be the main event. So you're kind of like, all right, well, that's a bit weird, but okay. Uh, and then it's in the middle of the show and yeah. uh, storyline squash match. Yeah. Very, People very are interesting. Mad. People are mad, and I don't get it. Uh, this wasn't going to be the match that they, like, we're presenting this is a subversion of expectations i think in a really mm. cool way and uh i think i saw some chatter on twitter that punk lost because of a legitimate heel turn uh when he did the kick <laughs> but um i thought it was a really really good way to do it no one knows what's happening there's all this backstage ska about cm punk and everybody hates him and him right. calling out hangman page with the coward shit cowboy shit promo and stuff and the heat there uh, and then maybe he is actually significantly injured worse than they thought, and this is a way to kind of like end this interim thing and make Moxley the man moving forward. All outs in Chicago in a, like a week and a half. You don't know who uh, Moxley's opponent's going to be. Are they going to run it back with Punk uh, in Chicago? I don't think so, um, but clearly this is a storyline squash 
makes sense because Punk came back too early. His heel was fucked. And then that look back when Ace Steel and the people were helping him out. And then yep. he looks back in tears. And this is, again, give him props for doing this in Cleveland where mm-hmm. he walked out of WWE. And that's also where he got squashed by Mickey Gall in his UFC debut. So Punk in Cleveland, uh, bad juju. But him sad, teary-eyed, looking at the fans, going nuts as Moxley is celebrating in the crowd with the belt. You got your storyline right there. Like, I don't know why people are so pissed off about this. Yeah, it is interesting. And, and I, I, you know, don't follow the dirt sheets as maybe as well as you do. But, you know, I, I don't know where the line is being drawn here. I heard that the Hangman Page stuff was, like, totally off the cuff. Yeah. And... And there was no plans for him to be in any sort of program with Hangman Page. So, like, why did he say that? And and then to hear that he has heat backstage. But, like, is that, like, am I being worked there? Because, like, we liked when he was against a company we didn't like. But yes. we're not going to like if he's against a company we do like. So... Is that just part of his heel turn that he's like anti AEW because he is the anti corporate, you know, kind of guy? So it is a natural fit that he would fit that, or is that him? Is that is this all and are, just yeah, like legitimately gonna, him being an asshole and being a legitimate yeah. anti corporate guy? Yeah. Are so they going to play I, up I, what I Triple know. H? Are they going to play up what Triple H said about him all those years ago that like you don't want change, you want change that benefits you. If you're not right. at the top, then that's not a good enough change for you. This is all about you. Are they going to lean into that? And as far as, like, the whole thing goes, I'm saying, as a fan, work me. Work yeah. me so hard. <laughs> I want to not know what's going on. and sort Work of me, corporate wrestling, daddy. <laughs> work me, corporate wrestling. Work me. <laughs> uh, because it makes it fun and exciting to watch. You don't know what's real, what's not. Right. You have no idea what their plan is for All Out. Do you have MJF come back and challenge Moxley? Uh, is Punk? Is it going to be a rematch with Punk? Is Punk going to pretend to be in the rematch and then help out MJF and now they're aligned or whatever? Like This can go in so many different directions and nobody knows where it's actually going to go. This is a good thing. I see a lot of, oh, you just brought him back just to squash him as his punishment for what he said to Hangman Page. No, they are clearly telling a story with the looks right. and all yeah. the little moments afterwards or whatever, and I'm thinking, great, yes, tell a story. I'm interested in watching that because that's wrestling, man. I did find the promo that Moxley cut afterwards kind of, it seemed a little ad hoc, so it was like, oh shit, we're getting like heat about this on Twitter. Like, Better go out there, Moxley, and, and cut a promo quickly to kind of yeah. make quell all this. And then, do you know what my favorite part about all of this was? And I, I, I don't remember the sequence of events exactly, but watching the show, and, and it's like, oh, finally, this interim championship bullshit is over. Oh, here's Thunder Rosa. I was just about to talk about that. To announce another goddamn intern women's champion. Like, give me a break. And apparently Thunder Rosa and, like, Britt Baker fucking hate each other. Yes, I've heard this as well. And then Jamie Hayter, same thing. There was a botch in a match and rumors allegedly that, like, Thunder Rosa hid from her in the bathroom or something to avoid getting smacked around, like, backstage. But all this stuff is kind of trickling out all at the same time. So I think this maybe is the sort of direction they're going with, like, a true sort of reality-type era Mm. sort of jazz, which we never really got in WWE. They, like, halfway 
way mentioned like, oh, we're going to do reality era and stuff. Uh, and then they just kind of never did. Uh, that's what the post ruthless aggression, post PG stuff. When punk was yeah. rising up, it was going to be the reality era. We're right, going to pull right. back the curtain. He's talking about John Laurinaitis firing David Harper, uh, Harry Smith, and all that sort of stuff, and firing Luke Gallows. Uh, maybe we are getting that now, truly, as it was supposed to be before. And so we've you're, never you're had alluding like that, that they're Anyways. just like leaking the shit out to try oh, and I think so. work us. Why yeah. not? That sets yeah. them apart. That's where it makes it different. And the intrigue, man. Like, yeah. I'm going to tune in. Maybe Eddie King. Well, there's shit with Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara, too. I don't know if you're aware of this, but like Eddie Kingston apparently is legitimately suspended for a couple weeks because Sammy Guevara cut like a promo on him. They didn't end up airing it, but like he called him fat. He called him like a fat piece of shit. And Eddie yeah. Kingston was like super pissed off about it. And then Guevara, yeah. like, there's conflicting reports and stuff, and then he pie-faced Guevara, like, backstage, and there was, like, a pull-apart and stuff, and Kingston has come out and said that, like, yeah, he was wrong, uh, and he apologized and all that sort of stuff, but, like, there's just all these things of people hating each other. Uh, it was in Max Caster's rap about there being a talent meeting, because apparently there was a talent yeah. meeting backstage at Dynamite to try and quell some of this. Tony Khan and legal counsel for AEW apparently sent an email to Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon telling them to not tamper with their talent and stuff. It's a wild time in wrestling right now and super unpredictable. I'm loving it, man. This is this is all I ever wanted, kind of. And it makes great you wonder what kind of tampering's going on. That that piques oh, my curiosity. Probably calls yeah, so. into Adam Cole and Keith Lee and like. Oh, I wonder if hey it's guys. just MJF. Oh, or that because he's still but under contract, right? But you've got all these guys like yeah, Adam Cole, Keith Lee, uh, Alistair Black, uh, Miro, all these folks who is like. They would have been, and Andrade, they were like yeah. Triple H guys. Triple H fucking loved those guys and just think the position they would be in if they were still like in WWE. Like, okay, well, Tony Khan, like, push these guys. Let's go. Like, yeah. Um, last thing I want to talk about is the uh, Trios tournament. That yep. was the true main event from yesterday's Dynamite. It yep. was Death Triangle uh, versus Aussie Open and Will Ospreay. Uh, was it United Empire? Yes, that's that their yeah, yeah. collective name. But I think there's more members of, like, Jeff Cobb is in United Empire. There's more. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. I think so. Right on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what a fucking wrestling match. If you're sitting there complaining and bitching about, oh, their world title match that they hyped up was over in three minutes. Like, you got a fucking excellent match at the end of the show. Bet The best match on TV all week. And one of the best matches I've seen in AEW in a couple of weeks here. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, psyched that Osprey and Aussie Open won. They're on a collision course now with uh, uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Like, there's a lot going on there. But it was a great match. Yeah, I, 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 love I did like and, the swerve oh. that the Outsiders kind of won that, ended up winning that. That was a, I think that was a good finish because I think no one expected that to happen. Uh, but, also, like, shout out to the the one half of FTR uh, and Jay Lethal match. I thought that match, match was hot as hell as well. So like there was some mighty fine wrestling on the show. And like you said, subverting expectations by the match that you were, you know, begging to, to see on free TV that you thought you'd may have to pay for that didn't deliver in the way that a lot of people were anticipating, but there was a lot yeah. of good wrestling on this show. So, and uh, All Out starting to take more shape. We're going to have Christian Cage versus uh, Jungle Boy. And this is where Luchasaurus is going to be turning heel. I'm telling you. Okay. It's happening. Yep. He's yep. still a yep. heel. You, I believe you've mentioned um, this. And then 
my boys, the acclaimed Max yep. Caster uh, and Bones, they are going to be facing Swerve in Our Glory kind of out of nowhere. Okay, I love that act. I love the acclaimed so much. But you think about the tag team classics that have been around those belts with uh, the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks. Uh, and even, you know, the current champs like Swerve and Our Glory, some of those like triple threat matches they had with like uh, Jurassic Express and stuff. Yep. Uh, yeah, Claim's not winning this match. No. They're no, just, they I should can't, just be I happy to be imagine. there. And it is a good showcase for them because they are, they are over. Like, it is good. Oh I my imagine. God, they're so great. I, but this, uh, you know, uh, scissor, scissor me ass daddy, like, that stuff's not, uh, the, the gun club portion is not over yet. Uh, yeah. It's so scissor I me assume daddy be... ass. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. <laughs> Did I say ass daddy? You said ass daddy, ass. which, yeah, that sounds, <laughs> is that, that sounds thing? obscene. Ass daddy, scissor me. No, scissor me daddy ass is very wrestling. Scissor me ass daddy is, that's, yeah, that's obscene. No, nobody isolate these clips and use it against me. <laughs> Uh, but I, yeah, I assume that the gun club and the acclaimed are, are still at odds. So I, I assume yeah. they might interfere in a, uh, in some sense that might and prevent. I'm, yeah. And I'm not saying I just want FTR to have be, those belts. Uh, so do I. I'm not saying the acclaimed can't be tag champions someday in the future, but you look at the sure. last several champions and the feuds and matches that they had with yeah. those tag belts, which have also kind of become a bit of a rampage afterthought. Tag belts haven't really been featured a ton on dynamite. We don't have rampage here in Canada. Uh, we're peasants, but, uh, yeah, so I don't see a lot of the tag titles, but, uh, just based on the, the feuds and the matches we've seen at some of the pay-per-views, Acclaim's not at that level yet. No. Uh, speaking of tag teams that are phenomenal and at that level, and I would, I've declared them many times the, the fathers of modern tag team wrestling, uh, I had about 0.1% interest in Wardlow and FTR versus Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Satnam Singh. My yes. interest then what is happened? through the goddamn roof because, <laughs> no, Jay Lethal's partners aren't going to be those two. Uh, it's the Motor City Machine Guns. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're, Give you're me MCMG big... versus uh, FTR, man. I just, I'm so excited. They're such a great tag team. We got to see Alex Shelley, fortunately, a couple months ago at an NEW show. Uh, I got to meet the fella. I didn't want to, you know, spend too much time talking to him. Hey, how's it going? Uh, pleasure to call your match. Uh, big fan of your work. Thank you so much. And then get the fuck out of there. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't point yeah, at your palm or anything? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who this guy is. He just kept talking to me. I kept trying to get away. Oh, no. I'm so he kept, embarrassed. He kept referencing my matches from the mid-2000s. I yeah, couldn't get rid of him. <laughs> talked about a lot of old school Ring of Honor. <laughs> and then when he wrestled Jimmy Jacobs, I thought... Uh, no, I man, did they ever upgrade the hell out of that match as far yeah, as, like, no not even just intrigue, but I can't wait to watch that match. I mean, seeing those two double-team Wardlow is going to be awesome. I mean, Someone isolated that clip. And... Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> It's an isolation clips. It's not good. Uh, yeah, and then that's essentially kind of it. I think there's no TBS challenger yet, but Chris Statlander's out for a while, so you could probably look at it. It's going to be Athena versus uh, my girl Jade Cargill. A um, couple other things still to take shape. But, yeah, we're 10 days out from this thing, and we got no idea who the hell uh, is going to be in the world title match, and it could be a variety of different people with a variety of different outcomes. Wrestling's good when it's unpredictable, man, and not, like, yeah. unpredictable, like Vince just doing nonsense because, yo, you don't see this coming. It's like, yeah, because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, no, it's it's good, man. It's a good time to be a wrestling fan. Absolutely. 
too many yeah. hours in the week, unfortunately. But yeah. I know. And I'm not going to NXT 2.0. I'm not going to watch any of that. So, you know, <laughs> I, I don't, there's only so many hours in a day. And now you've got me back having to watch three-hour Raws. Are you fucking kidding me? Because, <sighs> yeah, next week, oh, maybe, you know, middle of the show, they have a, you know, commercial for KFC, Honey Gold, Barbecue, whatever. And then, uh, oh, yeah, they come back from commercial. And, oh, Bray Wyatt comes out. As the fiend again, just out of nowhere. It's like I want to. But watch he's also that dressed happen. as as the the colonel. Colonel which Sanders. Is complicates oh, things. Yeah. Colonel Sanders with the fiend mask. Get in. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Triple H, you can have that one. You can That's take that you. one. You can take that one. Uh, is there anything else wrestling wise you wanted to get to? A bit of a truncated show for us, but it's the Evan Rivers championship celebration. You got to yeah. make that time for Evan Rivers, and that absolutely be at the uh, sacrifice of some other segments and stuff on the show here. Yeah, yeah, no, we're good. There is a lot to unpack, but uh, hopefully you and I make time to, to cover it all again next week. Yep, and then we're also going to be talking about the card for NEW's first anniversary show. Match by match, it's trickling out right now. We're going to wait for the full card to be announced before uh, we break it down, and maybe Wyatt Arndt will be back at the time, or maybe even Rivers joins the show full time. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it the champion of podcasts so uh <laughs> yeah we'll uh we'll wrap it up time to uh time to go home uh that closes the book another episode of new wrestle nation you can follow us on twitter at new wrestle pod and be sure to also follow the nation extreme wrestling account at new wrestling inc Head to NEW, I think it's NEW Wrestling Merch. Shit, I gotta get the website right. Because uh, one thing that NEW does that I haven't seen a lot of other wrestling promotions do uh, is the uh, the buy a beverage option um, for the wrestlers. NEWWrestlingMerch.com. You can tip the wrestlers. So if you're watching the matches on YouTube and you see that, oh my god, Malik Mello put on a hell of a performance against Heavy Metal or shit, man, State of Emergency... Anything I can do to help support those guys, those guys are the best. Uh, yeah, go to nation or NEWWrestlingMerch.com, and uh, yeah, you can tip your wrestlers, buy them a beverage. It's going to be great. Uh, be sure to subscribe to this show on iTunes and Spotify. If you're on iTunes, leave a rating, leave a review. Uh, that's all for this week. For the architect, Mike Paris, still sleeping on those tickets. Wake up, Paris. <laughs> Man Sorry. of a thousand nicknames. Mr. As Always, the Gotcha King, Segway Sensei, all of that stuff. I'm Jordan Bowman, and we'll see you next time on Wrestle Nation.